there's a valid reason for it. You can get relief. A lot of people want to get relief after the I think, or I feel, or I did, yeah? So they want to go over what they did or didn't do, and then, because it's both, it's either doing or not doing. So all the guilt and shame and the pride and everything about what you thought you did or did, or you should have done, which you didn't, all this, a lot of activities are based on trying to relieve that after the I think, or the I feel, or the I did, yeah? So, all right, let's, let's get into what did you do and then go over it and over it with the hopes of if we could just see the reasons why you did it. But all the while, that, that investigation going on, the thief is in the house already because the I think implies that you are a body. Yeah? So when you're going, I think, therefore... That, that old weird thing by Descartes, I think, therefore I am, which is an insane idea. <laughs> because <laughs> when I think, therefore I was and I will be, basically. And then the was and the will be are used to verify the M. Yeah, because the M isn't verified by your own experience. It has to be verified by my past experiences and my future experiences. So the action figure main stage of where it appears is in the past and the future. So when you're thinking about you, you're thinking about you as a body. Yeah? So I think that I'm fucked. Yeah? That what you think is fucked is the body. Basically. Now all, every day. All day. So as soon as the I think gets in, the, the, the thief is already in the house and then you may try to deal with, I gotta get a better security system, I can't act out like this, I can't do that. But the thief's already in the house because you're taking yourself to be a mental idea. Simple as that. Yeah? It is because the mental process, the thought system, sees you and sees you only as a body. Yeah? It pictures you as a body. That's why when you're thought about, you're thought about in the context of the past and the future because that's where you can appear. Yeah? In the thought system, you don't appear here. There's thoughts about you in the past and the future here, but you don't appear here. The body is here, but you do not appear. The body and you being bonded together appears yesterday and tomorrow. So like this Course in Miracles would always say, I see only the past. So basically everyone is seeing only the past, so we're ha we have a reference of us as a body, and we're referring this moment to that, and then we're thinking about this moment, in this moment, about that in the past and the future. This is the obsession or the bondage of self. You know? So the, re the relief is before the I do, and the I think, and the I felt. Not after. Yeah? Even when people feel something, it's always like, and they go, I didn't want to feel that. The I don't want to, or I want to, came after the feeling. The feeling occurs, and then there's a mental take. I didn't want to feel that. Or, man, I, I want to feel more of that. Yeah? But the feeling sort of walks in unannounced, and then you, you, as the supposed host or the master of the house, claim it and go, oh, I didn't want to have that feeling, but it's already too late because the feeling occurred. Yeah? This is the situation. And then when the presupposing that we're a non-existent thing and then are trying to get relief from or for or as or by that non-existent thing, you have to see the insanity of it. Yeah? 
If, if all our escape plans, if all our... No, it's not the dog. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's just kids. <laughs> it's all our escape plans are based on that. Yeah, We're trying to escape from a condition that we truly aren't in. We can only seem to be in it all day based on a lot of activity. Yeah? Based on a lot of activity, there's got to be a lot of thinking going on to have the you be so damn important. I'm telling you. Fuck it. When you're doing something you love, and therefore the thinking isn't being entertained much, there's a freedom from the bondage of self, because the bondage of self is an activity. It's not something that happened, and especially it's not something that you caused by fucking up or something. You, you, weren't, you weren't so bad that you got branded or bonded to a self. It's just a presupposition. It's presupposed, and then the thought system infers it, assumes it, implies it, points to it constantly. It points to you. Every time you are thought about or felt, it's you as a body. What will happen if that is not... It's like having a GPS that has the, has the fucking oldest maps. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you can't turn it on. Off. It's just going on. It's constantly trying to locate you here based on a past reference, which is the body. And then it wants to navigate from that. And it's sort of like, I don't care if you have the greatest gild, you know, gilded, lined, 8,000-year-old, hand-drawn map to L.A. It doesn't fucking matter if you don't know where you're leaving from. Yeah? If you're thinking you're in Omaha... And therefore, you buy all the maps, right? Based on, all right, this is where, how I can get to L.A. From where? Omaha. If you're not in Omaha, uh, how the hell are you going to get to L.A. with those maps? Yeah? This is the situation. The solution is prior to the problem. It's never not been prior to it. Yeah? It's never not been prior. The solution has never appeared after the problem started getting traction. It's always available before the problem. Before the SS Jeff goes off on its next journey, before it's christened with its fucking cheap, cheap campaign, yeah, you, <laughs> the solution of you ever getting on that freaking journey, voyage, is precluded. You're not that. But afterward, trying to become not that, as that, or through that, or against that, is a losing proposition. I'm not that prior to it. Prior. Prior. Your inherent condition is what we're looking for after the conceived condition appears. We're trying to look for that which we are. Like a great master said, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah. Do you understand that? Yes. You can't if you're the Buddha, and you're not on the you're not aware of that, and you're taking it to be self some, someone else. Then maybe a Buddha would look really attractive to you because you would hope that person, that Buddha, has all these qualities that you don't have. And if I could find the Buddha, I could become more like the Buddha. But it's saying you can't seek the Buddha with the Buddha. The implication is you're the Buddha. The pointing is, you're the Buddha. So if you're the Buddha, it makes no fucking sense to start looking for it. And actually, the looking for it would be a way of hiding that fact from you. 
you would become unaware of the fact that you're the Buddha while looking for the Buddha, and the looking for the Buddha would reinforce that unawareness. Well, what about mind? You can't seek mind with mind. Big M mind. Same, same. Oh, light. You can't seek light with light. You can learn recovery. We say in another generality, you can't get out of self as a self. Why the hell not? Why can't I get out of self as a self? Because there isn't one. That's the dilemma. If there was one, maybe you could get out of it. People think they can by killing themselves. You know, they're usually shooting the body. They couldn't, they couldn't take aim on what's really driving them crazy because it's not, it's not locatable. So they take the nearest thing, me, and shoot it and fucking, oh, I've gotten relief. But they say, maybe not. Maybe you'll be born as a cockroach in a fucking tenement building with the lights always on. You'd always be in fucking fear and anxiety. I can never scurry around. They're always watching me. You know, who knows? So this whole idea of trying to get out of self as a self cannot possibly happen. Yeah, because even if you look at the self as real and you try to get out of it as itself, what will be getting out of it, which will be self? So self will go to the, to the, to, to the land of non-self and fuck all over it. It's just like if you take an alcoholic, drop it into heaven, it's hell in a day. Yeah, because it has nothing to do. It has to, with, to do with where you're looking at things from, not the hell of what you're looking at. It's what you're, where you're looking at things from. And the solution is prior to the problem. It doesn't come as an adjunct to, all right, there's so many problems here, then there must be a solution to those problems. It doesn't come, that's not the solution I'm talking about. I'm talking about a solution that's prior to the problem, and from the solution's view, there is no problem, so there is no, there's no solution either. They both negate themselves, yeah? So you're taking the two polarities of an imaginary line, and you're negating it, and there it goes. So the solution, from the, from the problem's point of view, there's a need of a solution. Look at it. There, you know how many people are going to some kind of meeting today? Usually not anything like this, because this meeting will probably, you'll garner nothing out of it, and all the other meetings are based on you getting something, usually. Yeah. But there, everyone is everyone is trying to get out of something, man. Their head's driving them crazy, their wife's driving them crazy, whatever they think's doing it. They're trying to get out of something. But the whole thing that's presupposed is they're in. That's the dilemma. The dilemma is we take ourselves to be in somewhere, and then, of course, it makes total sense to want to get out of it, but it never seems to work. I can never escape from an, an imaginary place. Yeah? So the logic keeps hitting itself against the wall, and what happens, like Einstein says, you can't go back to what's producing the problem to get a solution for it. Yeah? But what happens is the mental state goes back into the mental state. Let's figure this fucking thing out. Why can't I get it? And then, bam, it hits his head, but it keeps, going, it keeps getting referred back to the same thought system that it's trying to escape from. But it wants to escape from it as a thought, as a thought that's been aligned with a body. How the hell is that going to work? Has it worked? I have people who come in here and say they had an awakening experience, and then they forget it. How is that possible? 
something, uh, if it's an experience, is possible. But if the awakening is noticed, it's... Sooner or later, if the awakening is noticed, it, you will be, it will be seen as impossible that there was ever a you that could forget it. That's the whole point. It's not about having it as a lifelong experience. No one here is blissed out all day. They're in an insane asylum. They're not walking out blissed out. If you call John, John, they usually answer. You're not going to be walking around, I don't know, you know, it's not, that's not how it goes. This is not an experience. You're going to have the same experiences you've ever had, but there'll be no one having them. That's the whole freaking point. The whole point is the release from the bondage of self. So the having occurs, the seeing occurs, the feeling occurs, the tasting occurs, pain occurs, the reaction to pain, the suffering of the mental state occurs, but it's not happening to anyone, nor is it being done by anyone. Hallelujah! Now you're inherently, you realize inherent freedom from the bondage of self. Not that the self got released from its from this pain or this or that. No, it has nothing to fucking do with that. You watch, follow some great masters' lives. They died of cancer, throat cancer, shit like that. They, they didn't just, you know, they didn't have a perfect ab, you know, abs for like 300 years. You know what I mean? They're putting out videos, Raman Maharshi's 20 minutes to get perfect abs. No, there's none of this going on. They did what they did. They freaking have, they had their little event here. But like he said to his followers who are flipping out, hey, I'm, I'm always going to be here. <laughs> the body's going, but I'm not the body. I'm not it. <laughs> so it's simple. The, big, the main little boo-boo starts right at the beginning, which is taking yourself to be a non-existent thing. That's all. The only reason a body exists is that there's consciousness moving through it. Yeah? You, have you seen people die and they cannot find any reason why? There's just no consciousness decided. That's it. Cut it off. Yeah? You could take every part of that body, put it in a live body, and it would function. But it's not functioning in that body at all. Why? There's one, some, some, some vague, some weird ephemeral thing has gone, and it's not a thing. Yeah? It hasn't gone anywhere. It's just not facilitating that body. So this is it. If that presupposition that I'm someone, that I'm a body, takes the first step, in other words, let's say you're here, and the mental state arises here, and goes, all right, Paul, I'm going to inform you once and for all what you are. You're a body. You were born 19-something. There are some pictures to verify it, though you have no memories of it. You were there. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you better be concerned about you will be here, and therefore you're that now. Yeah? All right. So here it goes. So now the mind of Paul, mind, takes itself to be a non-existent thing. Just a tiny little miscalibration like this. You can't even see it, its first move. Yeah? We miss it all the time. But, all right, now... There's a manifestation of space and time here. What can happen in time? A lot of steps can be taken. All right, put another step here, and another step here, maybe 50,000 steps. Now look at it. Now you can see 
Jesus Christ, that one little miscalibration, if followed by many other space, time, many other, many other steps in time, which is this place is, then it could go woo way there. Exactly. And what happens if you go, if you trace all your steps? You'll come back to this first step, and the first step presupposes it's before any step. Yeah? So you will go, okay, I'll try a new practice. But, <laughs> okay, I'm going to go back, all the way back to the beginning point, but that's not the beginning point. The beginning point is prior to you, not at you. The you is produced. So if you go back there again, all right, I'm going to try something else. Oh, but I'm going to go this way, but it's going to go... <laughs> All right, I'm going to get back there. Because you believe square zero is square zero, it ain't. You're at square three. Something has happened. The mental process has presupposed that you're a body. And in, that, in, in, in identifying with that and obsessing over it all day, you seemingly forget your nature, which is square zero. So every time you go back to retrace your steps, you don't see the first step as a step. You think that's the starting point. Yeah? So now, all right, maybe it was meditation you're practicing. Now I'm going to practice service. Then I'm going to practice meditation with some tantra and some blah, blah, You mix it all up because somehow something's not fucking working. Yeah. Because while I'm doing everything, the sense of being the doer is being implied, being presupposed, reinforced. And, and so even if I try to undo, there's the sense of being the undoer, which is a doing. Yes? <laughs> you can't get out of the dance once you're on the floor. It's like flypaper. You ever step on flypaper, and then you put your hand to get your foot up, and then you're stuck there, and then, okay, and then you're stuck. That's what it's like. So, from the problem, you and I need a solution, or we wouldn't be running like fucking crazy all over this place. I see people run driving where I live to the coast. It's probably going to be a foggy, cold day. They're packing it in. There's nothing to do out there except for a couple restaurants. They'll get there at 2 o'clock, and they'll have to leave at 5. What drives the herd? What drives the herd to constantly be looking all day? Looking, 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 looking. Is this one little thing. The irritability, the restlessness, and discontent is, an, is not an inherent condition that needs to be answered. It's a presupposed condition that's manufactured. If you could look through it and maybe question, who the hell is this that's worrying about next week? Who is this that that believes so-and-so is doing so-and-so. Just ask, ask a subjective question because the subjectivity has been bound to an idea of being a body. You believe you're the one who's conscious and you're not. You're not conscious as a body. You're conscious as consciousness. So this is just a simple, simple invitation. That there is an inherent okayness while we're going through all the jungles of volatility of okayness and unokayness, there is an inherent okayness. There's a there's a priorness that I don't I have never found anything prior to, which is the seeing, which is in, on one level just like now you could call it dog shit awareness, and then without all of this it would be the ultimate space. Same same, yeah. What's what's preceding everything? isn't preceded by anything. You take it back to your own laboratory. What's seeing right now? Is it you? (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a tree believing it was shaking its limbs when the hurricane's happening. The hurricane's blowing it, but it's taking responsibility. Oh, I'm fucking up. I'm really losing all my leaves. It has nothing to do with it. <laughs> so what would happen if you could lose interest in all that's facilitating this bondage of self? What could maybe happen? Let's just possibly entertain what could happen if feelings are being used to promote the feeler, if thoughts are being used to promote the thinker, if actions are being used to promote the body or the doer, then what would happen if, quote-unquote, I lost interest in thoughts, feelings, and actions? What could possibly happen? Why not find out? You're in for an adventure if you do. Find out if I'm not that interested in thoughts, and the only way I see, see it work, unless some grace falls upon me, is if you start recognizing the thoughts aren't yours or about you. If you can entertain the possibility that you are not the precursor to thoughts, you are not in the role of thinking. You are not the thinker of thoughts, yeah? See, that's what drives people crazy. Because let's say they have a feeling, and then the, the, the thought arises, I don't want to feel that. And what causes so much angst is because it's presupposed they were before the feeling, and they should have had some say. In other words, if it's my feeling, why, you know, why doesn't it, like, if it's my dog, wasn't, why doesn't it answer my calls? You know, it's, I feed it, I do this all day, hey, Biff, come here. You know, it's confusing for the mental state that it, it's because it's assuming it has power over shit it has no power over. So it believes I should have some power over feelings if I'm the feeler. Yeah. And the same thing is implied to thoughts. I should have some power over thoughts. I went like when I'm running, I can stop running. You know what I mean? When I'm shitting, thank God I stop shitting sooner or later. Doing this, drinking, I stop drinking. But when have you stopped thinking? When have you said, enough's enough, CSI forensic unit? You've gone over that event 30 years ago, <laughs> trying to figure out, if I wouldn't have done that, everything would have turned out great. But over, you just get reconvicted of a fucking imaginary crime, and thoughts stop. Don't do that? Do they listen to you whatsoever? Even when you try to, you try to like sweeten the pot by throwing affirmations in there, does it really negate all the other negative shit going on? They'll, the affirmations become a negative thing. Yeah. Why is it? Why is it seemingly so frustrating? Because there's an assumption that I am the creator, or I am the, the I sire these thoughts. They should be listening to me, just like when. Fathers and mothers get upset with their children. They're my children. Why aren't they listening to me? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's frustrating until you finally surrender. But here, the thoughts really drive people crazy because they really believe, not by changing the, the equation, but that from keeping the same equation that's giving so much meaning to the thoughts, the same equation that you're the thinker, but that they should be able to change the thoughts so they won't affect the thinker as much as they're doing. Yeah? I mean, there's tons of books written about it. There's people probably at a seminar today trying to go over it. Eight hours of fucking bullshit for $400. 
Yeah. But the whole point, where am I going to get relief from thoughts? It's at the thinker. That's where the relief lies. Where am I going to... How can I control my day so perfectly that I only feel what I want to feel? Yeah. Go get loaded. <laughs> That's what I used to do. Feelings fucking scared me. So if I was high all day, I'd already have a feeling. So fuck on, bring other feelings. You know what I mean? It'd like be my defense mechanism. And in a weird way, I thought it worked. But <laughs> so... You know, maybe we're not, we don't have the money like Howard Hughes. We can't buy a fucking penthouse and keep everything hermetically sealed and just have every feeling we want to have and not keep everything out. It doesn't work. We're in Marin City. Someone could fucking rob our car. Or Mill Valley, someone could rob our car. It doesn't fucking matter where. Yeah? There's volatility in this situation. So where's the relief from feelings? Not in managing the feelings or trying to generate only good feelings. It's look at the feeler. Are you the feeler of the feelings? If you're not, what will happen? I'm just humbly, I'm just going to humbly offer you my experience here. When I lost interest in the feeler, feelings suddenly stopped having so much sway over me. When I lost interest in the thinker, then thoughts start suddenly, miraculously, started to lose their sway or influence over my experience, yeah? In other words, I know people, one thought ruins their whole day. One thought, they can be having a great fucking time, and one little suspicious thought, it's over, you know? To be so dominated by something such as that, when you believe you're the doer of it, is really, 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 really fucking frustrating for the mental state. It assumes it has power, and so it falls into a dilemma of powerlessness where it gets so frustrated because no one's doing everything I want them to do. But there's an assumption they should be doing it. Somehow, I should have the juice to make people do what I want them to do. But if you see, I'm not the doer of the, of the actions, then the actions may not produce so much pride, nor guilt, or shame. You know what I mean? If something good comes through you, far out. If something bad comes through, make amends. Yeah? The whole point, find the exact nature of the wrong, which is a, it's an activity and it's imaginary. It can only reach the level of seemingly so, Yeah? and apply the one inherent quality you always have and are, which is seeing. Yeah? Just awareness. Bring awareness to something, and then that something miraculously can change. <laughs> it's left. It's left alone in a way, and it, re, it reconfigures. It comes out of this little mental asana of I, me, my, and it unfurls like a flag, and then you can feel the winds of things. You can feel joy and happiness and contentment and serenity. These things become uh, an intimate buffet you're at, yeah? Instead of some fucking perceived goal that I'm going to get there through thinking, through feeling, or through action, yeah? But it's prior because all feelings, thoughts, in most people's condition right now, all feelings, thoughts, and actions are being used to imply the feeler, the thinker, the actor. That's where the bondage of self lies. This is why these people say it. They try to save us a lot of freaking time. Why would you want to try to get to extinguish a non-existent thing? Just see it as non-existent. Why do you want to get out of an imaginary place? 
Just see it's imaginary, and that's being out of it. Yeah. Why do you want to constantly solve a problem that isn't a problem? It's only an activity that can seem to be a problem or it can seem not to be a problem. Not based on it, but based on what's seeing it. Yeah. If I'm seeing it from an identification, that means I'm looking from the body, things fucking look like a problem. When I'm seeing it from seeing, they may not. feel it there. That's the priorness. When you sense presence, it's prior to all the other activity. It's not something that was produced by an activity. It's the prior condition. You feel at these meetings sometimes. You can sense it. It's a presence. That present is what? Present! Prior to the all the other activities. That's why there's such a, an aha it produces. Because an aha that's prior to knowing, not, oh, now that I know I'm fucked, aha, no, now that you know you're fucked, you're still fucked. Knowing isn't going to get you out of being fucked. Knowing's the booby prize, that's the mental states. The mental state's highest level of grokking anything is believing it knows it. Once it knows it, it can just put it off on the shelf. It's like neutering. It's like someone bringing you a live animal and saying, all right, I want you to do an autopsy on it, and then you neuter it. You kill it. It's like taking a, a, a glass, putting it in the river, and then you think you've caught the river. But the, this water has something absent. It's not rivering. It's not moved. It's not verbing. You know what I mean? We're being being. We're not something that's thought about. We're not something that's gone over. We're being. We're a verb. We're verbing here. This is the the immutable whatever manifesting. We're at that point of the immutable whatever and at the point of manifesting. It's called that which is that which is that now becomes is or is in, in is being. It's not becoming anything, it's being. So it's in movement. What's that but a verb? That's what you feel like. You just don't see light, you feel the acceleration of light. try my best. <laughs> That's what I can do. I can do, really. I take this insane head or something does and tries to translate pulses. <laughs> pulses of something. Maybe, it, see, for me, I like understanding. Understanding can be helpful to allow a, vi- to, to allow a vision to start becoming normalized here. It's hard to go right to vision. It could be upsetting in a way because your whole apparatus is based on certain fallacies and it's a drag sometimes to the system when it's the rug's pulled out from underneath it. But let's say an understanding is sort of like a step up. You can understand with that which is contaminated. 
Yeah, you can understand, and then hopefully it will bring to see that you're not that, and then there's vision. And the vision isn't an event, it's been always available. Right now it's just clouded over and disguised and masked as a form of looking called self-centeredness. But the same form of looking we call self-centeredness is inherently the seeing that we are. Yeah. It's like seeing that's been claimed by the mental state becomes a form of looking here. Yeah, It takes the body to be the Alpha and the Omega. It tries to look at everything from a body's point of view. Like the Course in Miracles says, the brain interprets to the body. So the brain is interpreting this whole place to the body. That's what's so fucking confusing for some of us because its communications don't seem to... They don't make any sense to us. They don't really make any sense to sort of auction off this moment for a better, better future moment. Why does it, why is it always has to be an either or? I gotta fucking auction off this to try to get a better that. Why can't it be a fucking wide open lens and more inclusive? Why can't I have dreams but wear them loosely? <laughs> why can't, you know what I mean? Why is it, why is it like, all right, this moment's only importance is based on its past and, and future context, yeah? It's like the bookends become more important than the book. You ever read a book and then really enjoy the guy's or the woman's writing and then read a book like almost like a race trying to get to the end of it, you know? You're missing the whole flavor that the person put so much, let's say, love or whatever into. Like one sentence describes like a, 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 a cloudy night in Glasgow and you're just moving to the next chapter. This is like the mental state. It thinks it knows something with the most most like a surface touch. It's like the... the the insect of the mental state never even gets any food. The tentacles just tell them, food. food. It never eats. It just goes, no food, no food, food. This, no, that, yes, like, no, hate. It's there's no, you're not getting anything. You're living in interpretation. You're starving. But I can have perfect abs, right? You can. We're going to have a workout right afterwards. I got the you get, with, hey there's a deal today the video for the Ramana Maharshi's perfect abs a shirt and a book for a mere $5.99 a month and the months are uncertain and can be <laughs> added or subtracted on the whim of the seller <laughs> see what happens if you read if you watch the Ramana Maharshi video in about 10 minutes through the video, you'll say, who's abs? <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be the end of the video. <laughs> who's abs? <laughs> Another cottage industry destroyed. <laughs> non-duality workouts. Get someone else to do them for you. <laughs> well, that's it. Eh? Hey, I'm not going to be here for a long time. Three weeks. Not like anyone's missing me anyway. Just a few diehards. Game.
Yeah, I won't be back till November 11th. Hopefully, we'll see how it goes. Hmm? How long has it been? No, I was just gone last weekend and then before that, two weekends. No, maybe, I don't know, nine days in Toronto. I'm going to go to England. I'm going to your country. Where? A town in Norfolk, in the north. Starts with a G. I don't know the name of it. Hmm? It's not in the north? Well, it's in the north of England. No? Whatever. It's north of London. All right. I'm I'm going there. Sixth, seventh, eighth. For a weekend. Pretty nice. Pretty...